If you're interested in learning how I launched Zim Excellence, then you're in luck. Sign up for my podcast workshop and learn how it's easier and more affordable than ever to start a podcast. Also, grab yourself a copy of my podcast resource guide, which covers industry terminology, suggested tech setup, in addition to countless free online resources to support your podcast journey. Just head to wongai.com forward slash podcast creation. That's wongai.com forward slash podcast creation. The link will also be down in the show notes. Now, let's start the show. Welcome back. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for part two. What does the average day look like for you when you're not booked? Because you've, you've gone from, you know, maybe those first couple roles where you're like waitress number two with no lines mm -hmm. to like, maybe you have a line and you're like, yes, I have a line. And you're on the TV for five seconds and mm -hmm. to, you know, being having main roles in two television shows concurrently, which is really rare and really awesome. Mm. Yeah, I always remember that. That will have a, a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that was Siren and Lost in Space. So when you're not, you know, book busy, doing the interviews, doing the podcast, doing the auditions and the things, what's what's the average day look like for you? Well, most of the times it is doing the auditions. <laughs> yes, she's blessed, y'all. <laughs> really trying to have some sort of balance in my life and trying to enjoy it as well. Mm. And I think that's come from, I've added that enjoyment part a lot lately. And I think it's come from just being in the pandemic and realizing that life is, you know, life can be long, but it can also be really short and nothing is guaranteed. We don't know what's coming around the corner. And so to try and really make the most of it. So I think I get up at a reasonable hour, <laughs> emails, you know, whatever admin needs to be done. I wish I was more disciplined about that, but I'm not. A workout would be good. I try to work out at least three times a week. So either playing tennis or taking a dance class or going for a hike. Yeah, those are probably the main, my main forms of exercise. And reaching out to a friend, especially if it's a friend that I haven't spoken to in a long time, who's on the other side of the world, ugh, those talks feed my soul. They really do. So chatting on the phone, FaceTime, WhatsApp, reconnecting, hanging out with my friends here. I, I feel like I have so many people that I need to catch up with. So just trying to go through that list, man, and trying to see everyone that I promised, like, okay, yes, okay, I'll see you. Okay, we'll see you soon. Because that's the other thing in LA, there's a culture of saying, okay, we'll hang out, but you never, but people never really do. Oh, New York is the same. And it drives me crazy because I'm the type to follow up. And so if the mm. other person doesn't follow up, then I get annoyed. And then I want to ghost that person <laughs> when they just want to <laughs> pop out out of the blue to say, hey, let's hang out. And I'm like, mm-mm. 
I do not have time for you now. Where were you back then? Where were you? Yeah. So oh, I don't want to be that person, you know? In, interestingly enough, I find that this happens once I've made some sort of announcement on Instagram or Facebook. It could be something small like, I booked a role or I did this thing or this is press that I'm in. Does that happen to you? A little bit, but not that much, actually. Not that much. Like, yeah, you do see some people come out of the woodwork, but... That's like the phrase I use, coming out of the mm-hmm. woodwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People come out of the woodwork, but let me tell you, flakers go flake. If someone's a flaker, they are a flaker, and it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What does it feel like to be recognized as like a representative or an ambassador of your country? Because you were born, you said, I want to be a performer, and you did the thing. And because there are so few of us doing this, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, snap, this is bigger than me. Okay. <laughs> like Also, just being a Black actress as well, it's like suddenly you're representing the whole race, <laughs> which is not fair. And It's a lot of pressure to put on someone, but it's like... It exists. Yeah, I try. I try not to let it. I mean, I, I'll be. I feel pressure from all angles, right? So that is just an added extra pressure that I. I try not to put on myself, but you know, it's something that does cross your mind. It, it does, but I can only do my piece. Yeah. At my moments in time, right? Yeah. And so. Yeah, I, I try not to get get to me. I, I also try to take pride in it that there's a lot of people that I come across that have never met a Zimbabwean. And it's like, okay, well, and then people have their preconceived ideas, especially of, you know, things are getting better now, but people have preconceived ideas of what it means to be African mm-hmm. or, you know, what you must sound like, what you must look like. Yeah, they just have their preconceived ideas. And so to be able to just be a representation and be like, well, this is this is my version of yeah. what that is. And um, I'm a proud representative of that. So, <laughs> Yay! I feel yeah. like you probably feel the same way about this, but Lupita and Anai totally mm. changed the game for us. And I feel like Lupita was like the, the huge domino that knocked everything mm-hmm. down. That year it was 2014 that was the mm-hmm. first academy award ceremony i watched from start to finish mm. just to see if she would win and when she won the speech she gave literally brought me to tears and in all my fear it feels and it was in that moment that i said oh it's possible for us and i cried like i'd never cried before And I realized how much it was now my dream to win an Academy Award. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I often thought having that as a dream or saying that out loud would be silly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we've only had one best actress, Halle Berry. We only had one African, Charlize Theron. And now we have two Africans, the first black African, the first Mexican, and instantly my mind was blown. And I was like, 
oh, we can do this. Mm. And what's even what was even more profound for me was I always had this belief system, especially having gone through the hair journey, that, you know, Hollywood was starting to shift towards natural hair, but you had to have hair. So here comes Lupita and she has no hair on and she's done this film and she's winning all these awards and she's nominated and she wins. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> like she completely <laughs> like had me questioning so many belief systems about this industry that I've wanted to be a part of since I was a little girl that I was like, Oh, those were all lies. Like, oh, this can change. Like, she's she's shown that it's possible. So if it's possible for us, like, if it's possible for her, then it's possible for me. Yeah. Lupita was a huge game changer. Yeah. And I was like, there was no rule book about the hair. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she really changed the game for me. Like, seeing her... You know, and, and I think that kind of just popped in so many girls around the world when that happened. And that was when I was in Cape Town at the time. And that was when I, I was like, okay, there's space in Hollywood for us. There's space. I want to go to LA. That was the defining moment. And that was the confirmation that there is space for us in Los Angeles. And... I ended up going in 2015. And look where and, it's brought you. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. has kept you going when you felt like you were about to hit a wall, when it's so difficult, when you feel like there's a lot of rejection and no's and uncertainty, financial uncertainty, so much sacrifice. Maybe you don't get to hang out with your family. What has helped keep you going and reminded you of your why? I guess the thought, I'm not done yet. Mm. I'm not done yet. That, that I know is the one thing that really has kept me going is I'm, I'm just not, I'm not done. This reminds me of when I went to church in London, because I used to go to church by myself there was this message that the pastor or whoever was speaking that day said, and he kind of talked about life as if it was a chess match, like God versus the devil type thing. And just when you think that all is lost or like the devil is won, however you want to see it, God has one more move. It's not mm. over till it's over. It reminds me of that and the way that I've been able to remind myself of my why is I have a photograph of myself as a five-year-old. I'm looking at her now. She's on my wall <laughs> and she has a princess tiara on and this white, this fluffy white dress. And I don't know what was happening that day, but she's sitting in the middle of the sofa and then there are two cushions next to her, her Hands are in like this weird combination where the there are like two fingers over on one hand over the other hand, kind of like this. Sorry mm -hmm. for the listeners who can't see. And she's just smiling directly into the camera. And I think about that little girl who was such a huge fan of 
Robin Williams, especially Mrs. Doubtfire, and all the joy and the light that she represents. Because I'm living her dreams, I've gone further than she could ever imagine. She she would look at me and be like, whoa, I'm so impressed by you. And I also remember there are other girls like her right now, the next generation. So even if it doesn't happen for us, we are building blocks for the next generation. And I have to remind myself, especially when it comes to racial justice work and social justice work, that even if it doesn't happen for us, hopefully it can happen for our children, our, our children's children. Mm. So the subconscious mind is fully created at seven years old. And we as people change every seven years. So what would present day Sibongile love to share with seven-year-old Sibongile who has all the dreams of wanting to be a big performer, doing what she loves, and possibly moving to L.A.? Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you have a message you want to share with the world or you think, ooh, it could be fun to have my own talk show like one guy, getting started is easier than ever. Here at Zim Excellence, we use Buzzsprout, which is hands down the easiest, most affordable, and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Start for free and list your show on directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping and teaching you to succeed. Just check out their YouTube videos. They are filled with tons of information. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Sign up today using the link in the show notes or go to wongai.com forward slash podcast creation and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. It also helps support the show. So go ahead, sign up for Buzzsprout and keep me posted on your new podcast. Now back to the show. Finally enough, that was not my dream at seven. (laughs) I wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be a vet. But I would tell her, use your voice. Use your voice. Speak up. You matter. Speak up, speak out, and speak loud. That's what I'd tell her. Okay. Um, have you been practicing self-care for yourself during this time? Or mm. after an audition? Or after a heavy role? That's important. <clears throat> my self-care is connecting with my friends, definitely. I feel like there's a sisterhood there's so much strength in sisterhood and mm-hmm. women uplifting other women and just holding space for each other. Mm-hmm. That's been something that's been really important. So, yeah, connecting with my friends, being outdoors, 
doing outdoor activity and you know treating yourself every once in a while to a good dinner acknowledging yes. like you know acknowledging your accomplishments that's something that's 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 i think i started doing recently too being like you know what well done babe we did this we did the yes. thing now let's go grab a nice meal at a fancy restaurant and eat and you know just enjoy this moment I do that with every single audition I get or even the smallest thing. Be like, you have an audition. Yay. Which means after you do this audition that you're preparing for right now, you get to have Shake Shack or whatever the uh, fast yeah, food is to get. Yourself. Yeah. And then you go to the audition if it's in, if it's in person, you know, pre-COVID times. And then after the audition is done, I would time it so that I have to be somewhere. So it'd be like, oh, now I have to go to brunch so I can't stay and think about this audition because I've got this important mm. brunch with myself or, oh, I have to go catch this movie. It's going to be super fun. And so I would I would do that and also kind of you rip the sides and you, you throw them away and you say this or something better. And so I like to celebrate everything. I know during the pandemic – because mental health is, you know, on, on the rise and things are never going to be the same. I've pushed myself to have daily dance parties to remember what mm. living is and celebrate mm. life. Because I'm still here. I'm breathing. My body mm. is doing the best that it can so I can survive. Yeah. Okay. Last big question before our lightning round. So as you know, in the beginning, when one embarks on an untraditional path like the artist's journey, can be exciting, but also potentially overwhelming. What advice do you have for someone listening right now who thinks, I want to be just like Sibangale, I want to be a badass actress, be booked and busy, but I'm not quite sure where to start. Um, are there any resources, whether they're books, podcasts, websites, classes that you could recommend? Wow, I guess it also depends where they are physically. But I would say, you know, anyone, wherever you are in the world, if you're curious about this, to start with where you are. So whether it's a community, community theater, or some sort of, you know, some sort of acting something, there's got to be something happening in the city that you're in. And if there isn't, then, you know, you've got to go online. Hopefully you have access to the internet and there's YouTube, you know, YouTube university as they call it, I guess. And really try like any actors that you look up to or whose work that you admire, look up their interviews, listen to what their techniques are, um, you know, what did they do? How did they prepare for a role? Who did they study with? You know, look up their journeys. How did they do it? So I guess it's, you've got, you've got to do your research, a lot of research. You're like a detective and you've got to get all of the information. So yeah, do that. Apply to different schools, you know, if there, if there is a school in your area or if it's a university or if it's a performance high school, if you're lucky enough to have that, what else is there? Oh, and then actually do the thing, like make stuff, get active. Because I think that's another block that people kind of 
not use as an excuse, but you know, that's something that I I have heard like, oh, but nobody's doing anything in my area or whatever. Then make it yourself. Cell phones are, you know, people have made movies on iPhones, on Android phones. And so you can do that yourself. You really have to put in your hours. This is something that takes time to, it's a craft that takes time to perfect. Even if you do have a natural knack for it, you have to put your reps in basically approach it like an athlete would you know I think about being in Hollywood like being at the Olympics for acting that's literally how I think of it Mm -hmm. I literally I like it's my favorite analogy especially because one day I want to play an Olympian (laughs) Um, but yeah I definitely see it as like you know like you got to coach yourself and it's now and never and you got to put in that time it's like the race of a lifetime and it's like ongoing and you just keep hitting your mark and setting a new bar for yourself. I remember when I was, I think about 16, 17. I mean, I'm still 16, 17. (laughs) (laughs) I was, it was like summer vacation and I was supposed to be applying to different schools and looking at different schools or, or like getting ready to, consider which schools to apply to because then next year I'd have to apply to them or something like that. And I was so obsessed with just watching Veronica Mars and IMDb and I would just watch Veronica Mars and then be like, oh, this actor seems very interesting and then go onto IMDb and I'd find out which school they went to. And then I discovered there are so many websites with just free scripts And there are websites Mm. where people do transcriptions of television shows and I would just read them to myself. And it was just so entertaining. So in that vein, when Sibongale says, you know, be a detective and do that research and put in that work, the research and the work can be super fun, just depending how you approach it. Approach it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jinx. (laughs) Jinx. Okay, it's time for our lightning round. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, What is your zodiac? Cancer. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Oof, I'm a night owl. Uh, (laughs) Last song you listened to? (gasps) Nonstop. um, The Hamilton soundtrack. Leslie Odom. I thought you were going to say nonstop Drake. And I'm like, yes. And then you're like, Hamilton. I'm like, that's a different vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is the last book you read? Uh, Brené Brown, uh, I forgot which one, maybe Day to Lead. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I love Brené's podcast as well. What is your Ooh. favorite movie from this past year or this past award season? White Tiger. Well, no, White Lion or White Tiger? Oh, what it was, was White it Tiger. Mm, I haven't fun. seen that yet. It's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved Nomadland, but I found promising young woman super powerful i was like i haven't watched either of those i still need to watch them oh you love them favorite holiday like vacation um Mm, uh, like uh like christmas halloween valentine's which is not a real holiday (laughs) (laughs) oh um new year's day okay is that a holiday um if you could have any superpower what would it be teleportation that is like the best one to have. However, Vivian Best changed the game and she said she said hers would be to remove pain. 
And I thought that was really dope. Wow. Take away someone's pain. Mm. Uh Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Favorite Zimbabwean musician? (gasps) Oh, my God. That's so hot. Um, It's hot. Can I do a top three? (laughs) Yeah, you can do a top three. Tommy Moyo, Amar Brown, and Hilsey. What is your favorite song from Hamilton? Because I know you're a huge uh, Hamil fan. Non-stop. There you go. Uh, do you have a favorite Zimbabwean childhood snack? Saralak. Is it a snack? <laughs> You're not the only one who's actually said that. <laughs> and let me tell you, Saralak from South Africa tastes different. It has to be the Zim Saralak, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, Mazoe orange versus Mazoe green. Mazoe orange, no doubt. Be- the green is probably really bad. The green, the red, the pineapple, all of that. If you weren't an actor, what do you think you'd be doing? I would be uh, a translator. Yes, you'd be the sexiest <laughs> translator. Okay, the next one is a power statement. So it, start, it starts out, I am Zim Excellence because blank. And you have to fill out the blank. You got this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you got this. <laughs> Wait, do, it does have to be one word or can it be a sentence? It can be a sentence. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I am Zim Excellence because Zimbabwe taught me to be resilient. Ooh, that's powerful. If you could nominate someone for the award of Zim Excellence, who would it be? Living or dead? Ah, oh, my grandfather. Oh. Enoch Dibuchena. Yeah, he was the first chief justice, black chief justice in Zimbabwe. What's his name again? Enoch Dumbuchena. Enoch Dumbuchena, you have been nominated for the award of Zim Excellence by your granddaughter, Sibonglem Lambo. Okay, now if you could nominate someone to come on our show, who would that be? Oh my gosh, so many. Can I give a top five? Okay, give that <laughs> top five. <laughs> I got my notepad ready. <laughs> Yes, you're the second to nominate him, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nomsa Malambo. Tongai Chirisa, if you haven't already um, interviewed him. Ah, oh, Ratizo Mambo. Do I know and... Ratizo Mambo? No, I don't. I'll look She's her up. from Yellow Card. Yeah, look her up. Oh, cool. Mm. And Hilsey. <laughs> yes. Full confession, I've never heard any of Hilsey's songs. I feel so bad. You're going to take away my Zimbabwean card. Mm. He's like the R&B. Like, I feel like he's the Usher. Wait, is, does R&B count? I mean, wait, does Usher count as R&B? Yeah, yeah. He was like yeah, the king like the, of R&B. After Hilsey? you know who. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we don't say that guy's name, and don't I don't, don't play his music. Anymore. Yes, we don't yeah, play his don't music. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up, I would love it if you could share a message with our listeners, as well as let, letting them know where they can follow your journey, whether it's a website, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can also shout out some amazing things that you want people to check out. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, I hope that people you know anyone listening if you're Zimbabwean or not that you feel hopefully inspired or have some clarity as to um you know how how 
what steps you're going to take on your journey um, with your life and what you're going to do. I would like to shout out my mom's business, Konzeni Creations, on Instagram. She's only on Instagram, guys. So that's K-O-N-Z-E-N-I-K-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. She makes everything uh, made with love. And um, if you are interested in following my journey, my Twitter, Instagram um, handle is at Svongile. I just want to thank you for who you are as your truest self, your truest glory, for all that you stand for and represent for a lot of people, black people, women. Africans, Zimbabweans. Thank you for showing us what's possible. Thank you for your honesty and your kindness. And look forward to seeing what else is in store on this journey. Thank you so much for coming, Sibongale. It was a party. Thanks for having me. You're super welcome to come back anytime you want to come back. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Culture Out Productions. Yes. All of the links and the wonderful resources mentioned in this episode will be down in the show notes. Have a great day, y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming to the party. Majita Tatenda Siabonga. Nah, for real. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Zim Excellence. If you found value from this episode, please share it with a friend and go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll make sure to give you a shout out on future episodes. Feel free to tag us on Instagram at Zim Excellence Podcast. And if you identify as Zimbabwean, I want to hear your story, so go ahead and email zimexcellencepodcast at gmail.com. Till then, have the best week and stay Zim excellent.